Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about digital marketing empires. So good people, welcome. By the way, I don't want to discriminate bad people. Welcome to our show as well. Anyone who want to learn more about digital marketing, how you can build your empire, uh, welcome. Because today we are going to learn a lot. That's why I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Ola. How are you? What's going on, man? I, I check out your profile. I'm excited to learn more about digital marketing, especially, of course, I have a goal to build my empire. I think my audience wanna have their empire. So before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about building empires. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so uh, thanks for having me again. Uh, I appreciate you. Um, so basically, um, my name is Ola Toks Abitogun, uh, and I'm a I'm an author uh, four times. Uh, I'm also the creator of my Empire Pro. You know, it's just something that I've always uh, I felt like it's just part of my personality. I'm always building. I'm always creating. You know, so uh, I got to a point uh, some years back, a little bit over a decade now. I decided that I wanted to create a platform where I can also share my thoughts my inspirations around uh, building empires but particularly uh building and creating so and that's what i've been doing since then so uh but i i also find the internet fascinating that I, i'm able to share how i'm doing it you know that's part of the beauty of the internet so that's how we got here you know nice nice okay yeah. let's start from the basic can you tell where to start because you know digital marketing is huge now we yeah. have different platforms my folks, paid marketing, uh, organic reach, uh, SEO, social media, uh, live streams, many stuff. How to choose uh, the right channel? Because I see when companies uh, are trying to cover a lot of channels from scratch without having results with one channel. And I did it as well in 2020. No, I decided to uh, grow my audience and I tried to cover Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. But I failed to get results and uh, my best results were like five followers a day. Uh, then I switched all my attention to LinkedIn where I uh, could grow my audience a lot uh, because of paying attention to priorities. Can you tell about finding the right channel? All right, so in my opinion, the right channel is the channel where you are already familiar with, that you kind of spend time on already. Uh, it's very unlikely that you've never really spent time on the internet and you're trying to build a business on the internet. So there's a good chance that you already have a profile somewhere, you spend a lot of time there, and, and even if it's just for entertainment purposes only. So if you already do that, there's a good chance that you have uh, a better understanding of how that platform works right and uh, you know provided they have like ads platform and stuff like that where you can also pay to play right but more importantly there's organic reach there's a reason why you're spending time consuming content that people are posting on there so if you were to uh, start from scratch I would say pick the channel that you are familiar with already and uh, and then start from there I would I'll ever say at the back of your mind you definitely should be keeping the omni-channel approach at the back of your mind. At some point, you want to expand to other 
to a few other platforms you know because honestly it's an active marketplace and you're competing so you may not realize that you're competing so you can't just say hey i'm okay with this one you have to be open to two three two or three other channels that you can also uh spread your content to but i will start with the one make sure you understand the one that you spend a lot of time on from a marketing standpoint that way uh, uh, you, you're giving yourself uh, a good uh, foundational leverage to start off from, right? That's supposed to start in all the way from scratch. It helps you understand. But whatever you learn with the channel you choose, uh, they're usually translatable at some level to other platforms. They tend to be maybe different in terminologies here and there, but they tend to be the, the same concept. You know, there's a news feed and there's sponsored ads and then there's uh, organic reach, there's engagement, there's, they tend to be the same things, sometimes difference in terminologies, you know? You know, I love it. I, I can tell you why. Because uh, most marketing books, uh, guides, uh, experts tell you need to find where your audience is. For example, if my audience uh, is on Instagram or TikTok, but I don't understand how it works, so i'm not sure that i can get any result with that because you know uh, i think uh, you can't skip uh, something that you need to understand and where you enjoy spending your time for example if you enjoy youtube you can film great videos why you need to go to other places uh, because of best practices because of the audience are there audience is everywhere you know you can find audience on linkedin yeah. on youtube on twitter uh, people have different mindset you know even on tiktok you can reach out to b2b segment because you don't reach companies you yeah. uh, get people who can transfer your data to others so you need to find the right uh, format to yep. transfer this data so you can win everywhere i agree with that 100 percent. i love right. it you know, because yeah okay uh, can you tell about your journey uh how to build this empire <laughs> right so i'm still building my empire you know uh the journey is exactly what you called it it's a journey right and uh the destination is the journey itself you know the empire is the journey itself um, it's for me it's uh, it's control you know the fact that I can control my my, my my route like this world is vicious this world is a very dangerous marketplace if someone is out to take your territory at any point in time you know so the one thing you can control is your journey like you can choose to continue or you can choose to quit right and uh, even if you arrive at a destination right that destination is a territory that somebody is looking to take. So if you get too complacent or you get too weak, somebody's going to take that away from you, you know? So for me, that's how I look at an empire. The fact that you have control to continue to build throughout your journey as a person. And that's how I think of uh, digital marketing. That's how I think of relationships. It's an ongoing thing. You're always, always working at it, right? And if you can enjoy the process, you're having a good time. And that, to me, is the empire. Because there's no empire that lasts forever. It's never existed. It's If you start to feel complacent, somebody is going to take over. And we can see that example in history. We can see that example in our faces, all this kind of stuff. So I think um, as uh, an average human being can literally build their own empire by taking full control 
of their journey. And that's how I think of it. And that's what I am doing with uh, my Empire Pro as well. It's just a platform where people can come to and say, you know what? I got a message I want to share with the world. It's a journey. I can help somebody create a better result. I can bring some sort of value to the marketplace, right? And every single person that can turn around and say, hey, this person helped me. That's another empire right there. Sorry about that. That's another empire that's been built right there. And so it's not about just my empire. It's about helping other people take control of their lives, effectively having their own empire. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Love it. Uh, let's talk about uh, management. For example, I think all companies need uh, to to have to consist of uh, great uh, experts. And for example, I usually spend some time by hiring the right people. Uh, I, I might be hiring as well. So th- that's process, you know. Uh, can you tell about management? For example, uh, uh, in my SEO agency, I'm so bad with content creation. I'm so bad with link building. I'm so bad with PR, technical optimization, name them. But I cooperate with great people. I can manage them. I can lead them uh, to create a cohesive, great product. Can you tell about management? How to manage people uh, from your experience to provide great results? So, so I'm P- I'm PMP certified. <laughs> You know, so I, I know the uh, corporate end of things. And I decided to take that on because I've always worked for myself as an entrepreneur. So I'm a little disconnected from the corporate world. Um, I, I have uh, been uh, over the past five years, I decided that I wanted to uh, uh, tap into that world of corporate. I decided to so I started consulting in healthcare. You know, so I have a little peep into that. I have a little bit of experience with that on a very freelance level, but still I engage with them heavily. So I decided uh, not too long ago to get certified in uh, project management. And uh, the beauty about that is that it allowed me to put to pen to paper on what it takes. Right. It's a good reminder of what it takes to, you know, but I've always managed people because I have people that work for me and people that work to help me accomplish what I do. It's a lot of work, right? Uh, managing people is, uh, if I was to round it down to one thing, it's emotional intelligence, right? Everyone cares about something. Everybody cares about something. And it's your responsibility to find out what they care about. At least have an idea, right? Because that's how you're going to help them help you okay mm-hmm. everyone only cares about what they care about how they feel that's the bottom line and until you start until you start to care about what they care about they don't care right on the surface it might looks like it might look like um they, they care about the paycheck but uh, you know there's a reason why they care about the paycheck you need to find out what that reason is there's a deeper reason why they care about that paycheck on friday because they can also replace you you know, I mean, with all these remote jobs all over the place, before they apply and get aggressive for the next few weeks, your best resource can be replaced or they can replace you, you know. So, but once you start caring about what people care about, it gets super easy to manage them because that's what they care about. That's all they care about. What they care about is what they care about, right? But if you are disconnected and you just care about what you care about, maybe you want them to take care of some task and they're not taking care of it. If that's all you care about, you're going to fall flat on your face. Because people don't care at the end of the day. They only care about what they care about. 
Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, Ola, I have the question about uh, information that I found on your uh, LinkedIn profile about your company uh-huh. that you can help businesses scale clients, sales, deals via massive digital marketing media. Okay, you know, it's interesting. Uh, let's talk about scaling, how to get more results. It's not like uh, to hire two more people uh, to get two more results. So uh, you need to find the right strategy. Can you tell how to scale something that works well, that get customers, but not enough to grow, to go ahead, to uh, get more customers on board? Uh, tell more about scaling. All right, so scaling is a very difficult thing. Because for every level you get to, a new set of problems are created. Yeah. Right? Walk a day. Right. So it's not a a linear formula. Like, Uh it's not two times X, you scale it. Right? That sounds simple. What is the X? The X is like a bunch of stuff that we don't know until you get there. Right? So for every level you get to, there's a new set of problems. That means there's a new set of skill sets you need to learn. Somebody that really covered this really, really good uh, recently that I covered is uh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, Homozi. That's Alex. Alex Homozi? Alex Homozi? Something like that, right? Yeah, Alex Homozi, right? He covered that uh, uh, really good. There's a new, there's a basic skill set that we have. You know, the first skill set, let's say, for example, in digital marketing, right? First skill set is MMM, right? that we learned from the great uh, Dan Kennedy, right? Uh, market, message, media, right? That's basic, you know? So on the surface, that sounds like, oh, there's two, three variables that you need to learn, right? But there's an X for every level you get to. There's something called slippage. So if you have a successful campaign, right? If you increase the ads, uh, the ad, ad budget, right? You would think it's supposed to create the same results, right? Multiply, but it doesn't work like that, right? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole marketplace top, top of X. So your, your job is uh, consistently looking for what is that X factor at that new level, right? So, and sometimes you can't see it. You need other set of eyes to help you see it, right? So, uh, so an, 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 an analysis, analytics, right? is really really key in all of this kind of stuff and consistently right so data analysis data analyst they uh, having a good person that has those skill set of assessing and say okay when we increase this budget it did not create what is the x factor here right and it's a consistent thing and you have to pay attention to that because i'll tell you one of the things that that kills this whole thing for us is pride mm-hmm. and when yeah. you ascend to a new level as a human being, remember emotional intelligence. As a human being, naturally, pride creeps in, right? Because, hey, you're doing well. You're doing fantastic, right? And uh, that pride is something you have to watch out for. At that point in time is where you have to say, hey, I'm at a new different level. Uh, there's definitely a new set of problems. Yeah, as a default, I know there's new I need to find out what those new problems are so that we can adjust for it at that new level. So, so we're talking about scaling, right? Scaling is difficult but it's doable with a healthy level of humility yeah nice you know uh what i see one word i can highlight this word on your marketing message on linkedin yeah. sales 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 you yeah. use a lot of sales and you know uh, i remember once i spoke 
uh, website owner and he told me he lost uh, 400,000 traffic. Uh, Google dropped his traffic, uh, but he didn't lose sales. You know, it's interesting. He had a massive traffic that didn't sell. So he doesn't need this traffic. Can you tell about uh, creating the right marketing message that covers paid persona that uh, consider your unique selling proposition because uh, it's not only about traffic. For example, if I get traffic SEO, yeah. I can't sell this traffic because I have no tools. I have no something, uh, but I can sell SEO services that covers my buying journey. Tell more about uh, considering your uh, buying persona in marketing message. Persona? Yeah, like buying persona or uh, the personal brand. Yeah. Oh, like unique. Okay, okay. All right. So the way I think of it, this is just my thought process around uh, personal branding. Uh, fortunately, uh, the way I was launched into this game of digital marketing uh, back in 2009 was led with personal branding. Personal branding was a big deal. Today, we're talking about product branding because obviously digital marketing is becoming more of a corporate thing now right so you there's only so much you can use personal branding but we can at when you start looking at uh, influencers the effect of influencers and endorsement deals the idea is to still put somebody's face on it right <laughs> so because people people uh people do i still believe strongly even though it's changing a little bit i still believe that people want to do business with people and, yeah. and not and not and not logos right <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, logos are cute. Logos have a subconscious uh, effect on the human brain. When they see your logo, they recognize, but it's also based on track record, right? But with a personal branding, it's almost like there's no need for track record. People can see you and they can relate with a story, right? And they can decide because they feel good about your brand, your personal brand, and decide to do business with you, right? But at some point, you're going to need uh, logos and things they can recognize and stuff like this. You're only one human being, right? So we have the Apple, right? And then you have the person, Steve Jobs. Most people that use iPhone don't know who Steve Jobs is, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? So, but when you see that Apple logo, you recognize it, right? So they play different roles. I do think that if you're starting, depending on how uh, how small your business is, the smaller your business is, the more you need personal branding, the, need, the more you need good storytelling, right, in your messaging, because that's what people are going to relate with, right? Uh, there's a saying that uh, story story sells, facts tell, but story sells, right? Uh, even when it comes to product branding, at that level, you still need uh, good storytelling, right? But maybe less of it, maybe more of fancy filmmaking and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I still think that people do business with people, right? And yeah. uh, and, and not with logos. You know, you remind me the story uh, from Apple when uh, Tim Cook uh, presented uh, a new Apple Watch. Uh, he didn't share features. He didn't share any specifics. He shared three stories how Apple Watch can decide problems, uh, simplify your life. After that, I put three pairs. Uh, for me, for my wife, my son, because I can't buy only for me, you know, uh, they probably kill me, you know, if I uh, ignore them. But right. no, uh, by the way, you know, right now, <laughs> I, 
Right now, Atlantic Ocean owns my Apple Watch, so <laughs> I don't have them, but you know, <laughs> it's life. And uh, what I found, uh, how Tim Cook can craft the story, uh, and after watching this presentation, I got the feeling, I need it, I want to have it on my hand, you know. So, uh, can you tell how to provoke this feeling? By sharing stories because you know for example if i watch advertisement from bmw or mercedes-benz i can get this feeling oh i wanted this fancy car uh, and bmw doesn't share about features that other cars can yeah. have no mm -hmm. many other cars can have but uh, i see uh, happy people who drive this car you know and it looks great so yeah. it's more about covering emotions not logic so tell more about that yeah yeah uh like you said emotions like you said you were given the example of the of the watch just now right the the watch is uh, and there's a feeling that you caught you know i said something earlier which is still also very valid in the example you just gave right uh people only care about their feeling people don't give a shit outside of their feelings excuse my french they just don't Okay, so if all you are doing is taking a, a piece of gadget and you're showing us the feature and all this, it's like, what can he do for me? What's in it for me? It's selfish. Yeah. I, I know, I know it's corporate, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's selfish. What can this do for me? Not do for me physically or help me wash my plates. Not, not that. In terms of feelings. Like does this like there's the six basic human needs right part Tony Robbins and somebody some other older guy right um, there's significance there's certainty there's varieties right there's growth right there is um two other ones that I always forget <laughs> right but <laughs> if if those things are not covered your product doesn't matter. Sometimes yeah. people buy your product because they feel like a king they feel like a queen. They, Feelings, right? If your product does not provoke feelings in people, you're going to suffer in a very active marketplace where there's competition all over the place. It's yeah. really that simple. And I know for an average person, when we talk about marketing, they're thinking corporate, right? But in reality, people 85% of the time buy with their emotions and then justify with logic later. And you have to yeah. always factor that in when it comes to marketing. Even when it comes to sales, let's say you're actively talking to someone on the phone to hard sell them, you have to provoke those feelings. Uh, and it's not about making them feel good. It's about making them feel what's in it for them uh, beyond just the moment, right? So sometimes you have to tap into three years from now, uh, what would this feel like? What if this? What if that? Okay, what does that mean to you? Right? Those are the, the open-ended questions that help you get people to start feeling. Once you can do that, uh, then it's easier to sell uh, packages at any level. You can even bundle them up in a way that doesn't make pragmatic sense, but it makes sense from a feeling and emotional standpoint. And that's why they're pulling out their credit card to buy. Yeah. If you understand yeah. that this is timeless concept, it doesn't matter what generation you're in or what time, it's always true. But even more so now than ever before because the noise is quite a bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. You remind me uh, the conversation that I had with Jim Edwards. He uh, 
worked on Business Insider for 10 years. Uh, he started on this company from scratch and uh, then they grew company to uh, and sold for 500 million dollars a mm-hmm. lot, a thousand employees around the world. And he told me the success depends on creating non-boring content in boring niche. So uh, when they created content that was interested to read, consume and uh, and I see uh, the, uh, it's a big problem with many uh, business books, you know, they are good for sleeping. You now, when you have the problem with sleeping, what you can do, just take uh, another book, read it and sleep well, don't remember anything about that. So uh, can you tell about creating excitement content, non-boring, that interesting to consume, that can cover, uh, uh, okay, we can uh, create the story, we can uh, craft the story, but how to create excitement content that, you know, uh, can catch my attention uh, and uh, keep until then. Because, you know, for example, uh, uh, my loving offer is Jack London. You know, when I take these books, I can leave them for uh, eight hours. I I can forget about meal, about water, about anything, because I can live on this book, you know, on this adventure. So uh, can you tell how to create such content that people want to consume until then? All right. So, um, First of all, tell them you're excited, okay? Tell them, um, you know, they're, they're, the human mind, right? Uh, the human mind is a very funny funny thing, right? If you tell it what, what to do, it does it, you know, at least for that moment. And it's a great thing to build on top of, right? Now, you can fake it a little bit, but at some point, you have to do a little bit more, right? So, that's an ongoing thing. So, But in the beginning... I always, like once I remember, because this is something I have to work on myself. It's, it's not my natural self. My natural self is like, hey, the, the value is there. The value is there. What do I need to excite people about? But the truth is that uh, people are people are a, a full-blown human being. That ha- they have a lot of other things going on, and you need to provoke them to be excited. And the way I do that, something I need to build on top of is like, I'm excited to share this with you, right? And... I have to remember to say that because my natural self, I could actually easily translate that to rah-rah, like you're fake. But the truth is that the human mind doesn't know that. The human mind needs to be excited. It needs attention. You need to provoke some kind of attention because without the initial attention, nothing else matters. If you can't capture people's attention, nothing else matters. So sometimes you have to do like that and say, hey, check this out, right? So that's number one. Number two, on an ongoing basis, every stage you get to, okay? I'm a big fan of the 12-step uh, sales letter, right? For every segment in that customer journey, you have to provoke that excitement, okay? For So when I say what's in it for me, W-I-I-F-M, right? It's at every stage. So you start with the capture their attention, right? Get the attention, right? That... They, they, I'm excited. Why? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. This is what I have for you. How would you feel if this, 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 this happened? I'm spreading out the problem. The problem that I'm trying to solve, I need to agitate that problem in an exciting way, right? Obviously, problems are not exciting, but you get the point. Like, you need to use adverbs, adjectives to agitate what that feels like. And then you say, you know what? I know that's crazy. But I have something that you definitely need to take a look at. 
that basically cover all of this, right? So now I'm at the segment of giving solutions, right? And all those other different segments that's there, either you're invoking scarcity, either you're invoking a reminder or something, you need to be excited through the process. So it's about paying attention. Either we're talking about the creatives from ads, right? To content, so you need to understand that human beings, the attention, especially now more than ever before, the attention span is all over the place. So you need to do an excitement is something that I personally have to keep reminding myself because again, you know, as a person that's been doing this for more than a decade, naturally I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm relaxed. I'm like, you know, but I have to remind myself that my audience haven't been, they haven't been doing this for 12 years, right? So, and that's something that is an ongoing thing. So you're absolutely correct about that. You have to be excited. You, uh, don't start telling yourself like, hey, you know, the value is good enough. If it's, if it's what they want, it's what they want. No, that's not true. There's an active marketplace going on. And that guy who is always smiling, who is always talking fast. If you know Russell Branson, always talking fast. That guy is always going to get most of the sales. And here you are, you're overanalyzing and say, why does he have to do that? He knows exactly why he needs to do that <laughs> because humans are not as intentional as they think they are. They need to be excited. They need to be excited. They need to be incited to get them to move because, again, life is life is tough by itself. People have a lot of other stuff they're worrying about than your stupid uh, product that has all these features. They don't know about the features until you let them know about the features until you get them excited about the features, right? And I, dare I say, sometimes you don't have to mention the feature at all. You just have to get them excited and they'll be buying, you know? Yeah, love it, love it. So exciting, you know? <laughs> you, you, you can inspire. <laughs> okay, uh, let me uh, quote something from your uh, uh, company profile on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, My Empire Pro is a training platform for digital marketing specialists as well as entrepreneurs who wants to master the art of sciences of getting more leads, more leads, more leads. Okay, let's talk more about that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, the main problem, what I can see uh, with uh, marketers, they usually spend so much time by learning and do nothing. You know, uh, I don't know how to get results if you uh, read a hundred books, uh, for example, how to play soccer, uh, and uh, wanna uh, beat Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi or anybody else. You know, uh, I think uh, many great sportsmen, entrepreneurs, they prefer to act, uh, to do something, not to learn. And uh, I remember when Bill Gates shared how he reads books, he usually makes notes and think how he can implement these ideas. Uh, people have short memory. We can forget yeah. about anything for a few days, I can forget yeah. for a few hours, you know, just tell me, I, I'll forget, you know. Uh, but uh, I think when you learn something, you need to act, to practice, to analyze what actually yeah. works. Can you tell your methods how to teach uh, marketers in the right way that they can practice and act, not only just to learn? That's a good question. So, um, I created a program, it's a 15 weeks program, elaborate program. The truth is that most human beings are not going to go through it. They'll be, distract, they'll be distracted unless they are like a college student and that's all they do. But most adults that are busy about life, it's just very hard. Some do, 
some fall apart some pick it up weeks later and stuff like that the best way to get people to act is a challenge okay is the reason why i created the 11 days challenge okay it's short span it maintains the attention span they execute we remove all the flaws it's step by step by step they can reference back to day two they can reference back to day two step three right and there is actually action taken of course i inject why you're taking each step right but then doing is the best way to learn that's just the reality right it's the best way to retain because people learn by themselves by just doing not without talking you know one of the things that we overrate in relationships and business is talking right we overrate it when it comes to communication we think communication is talking right um, the only thing closest to talking that's 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 useful in communication is listening talking is a waste for the most part if we're to isolate it you know they're just talking talking people you, eventually people tune you out because it's monotonic and especially if it's the same voice right but listening is obviously somebody has chosen to actively listen to something so we can always give that a plus right as part of communication because you're learning and obviously listening is a completion of somebody saying something to you and that means communication is actually happening but a lot of times as the people talking we're talking and people are not listening to you so no communication is happening in reality you know what i'm saying so I say that to say this, right? You have to make sure that whatever message you're putting out there is landing. How do you do that? You make sure it's the right audience. You make sure it's the right audience. So, uh, uh, and when we say the right audience, remember in the beginning we talked about uh, go to where your audience is. That That's true only to an extent. Now, at some point, can you continue the process, right? Can you keep doing the process until you create results? If you go to a platform where you're not engaging or you're going to quit very soon, what's the point? It's pointless. So we have to look at all these things. So I think a challenge is a way to engage people because you're telling them, do this, and they go do it. We actually practice the same thing in sales. We don't just end up a sales message by saying, uh, oh, yeah, you know, you go to this website or not. We show them how to go to the website. We're like, this is how you do it. You show them, you click on this, you enter your information here, you enter, and then you click submit. That does something to the subconscious mind. Beyond, obviously, you're instructing them what to do. It does something to the subconscious mind. Naturally, the human mind wants to translate that to doing. Okay? So, I personally think that a challenge has worked fantastically for me. It's my best product. It's my best product that most people appreciate. People don't appreciate my 15 weeks program. They appreciate my 11 days because they actually get something done. They're able to ask questions, right? And I make most of the money from those challenges too. Mm-hmm. Because pe- people are doing, people buy stuff, they buy affiliate programs, they buy because they need those tools to execute. But if they have to wait until 13th week, they're not executing and I'm not making money, you know? So it's quite interesting that you made that point there. If you go to the school programs right now too, because I got teenagers, they are going to school. They also make them do things as opposed to the old school way of just a teacher standing in front of the class and talking all day long. People don't learn from that. People learn from, from examples and people learn from actually doing stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, guys, I recommend this training program so you, <laughs> you can uh, become a better marketer. And I have the question about uh, failure. You know, uh, when you do something, uh, you need to fail. Uh, yeah. it, it's part of the process. I remember when Shaquille Anil, one of the greatest basketball players, Joel uh, replied to this question, uh, what he thinks about failing. He, he told, uh, he doesn't believe that failing exists. Because uh, when he started to do something, he always fails. But he can learn, he can go ahead, adapt to new challenges and uh, be much better. So uh, he doesn't feel failing uh, is failing. Uh, he feels it's uh, education, it's right. learning. And uh, I see in marketing, it's the same. You know, when you uh, start new channel, marketing channel, you need to fail. But you can learn what's going on to analyze, how to go ahead. Probably you can give up and find another channel. That's perfectly fine. I remember right. when someone told me, SEO doesn't work. Uh, I, I shared uh, SEO tips and he told me, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't mean that it, it, it doesn't work for you because for you, you. Spent, yeah, you spent like a few days, uh, but many companies spend years, you know, to get SEO results. So it, it's the process. Can right. you tell about failure? How to go ahead, whatever happens? For example, QDPI. No, uh, he filmed 100 videos to get... Uh, 285 subscribers. Right now he has 110 million. Mr. Beast filmed videos in a year and a half to get first thousand sub- subscribers. But these guys didn't give up. Yeah. They just doing something that they love to achieve uh, this crazy result. Uh, so tell more about patience and failure, how to go ahead. If uh, many strategies don't work, but you need to find what actually will work. Yeah, yeah. What 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 normal people and some losers call failure is data. Right? You have to collect data so you can analyze, assess, and adjust, right? Pivot, right? Kill the losers, scale the winners. How are you gonna know what losers to kill if <laughs> if you're not if you're not failing, right? It's data, you know. Uh, if you know anything about what we know today as far as technology is concerned, it's a bunch of failure that we enjoy as technology today, you know? So that's the way I look at failure, um, like we've been saying so far. It looks like, it almost feels like we're repeating the same point, but it's not. Some people need to hear it in different ways, right? Failure is a necessary ingredient to success. Um, I agree with Shaquille O'Neal, 100%. Failure doesn't really exist. You can make it exist if you want, if you want to dwell on that, you know. Knock yourself out. But some of us, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for more failures because that's how we learn. Because these are tools. These are things that we can look at closer and say, oh, that right there is what I don't need to do anymore. At the very minimum. (laughs) <laughs> right at the very minimum usually oh that right there is i can tweak it this way and this will create this massive success usually that's the case there's no such thing as a hundred percent anything that fails there's a reason why it failed that reason is data that reason is success for somebody but of course the average person will quit right 
SEO it doesn't doesn't work. What do you mean? If we all go to Google and Google stuff and click on the stuff that is not an ad, right? What do you mean it doesn't work, right? You can say, hey, I'm a quitter. I'm a loser. I don't have enough patience for the process. Well, anything that's worthwhile in life will involve patience, process, and time. Anything. That's worthwhile in life, literally. So marketing is not going to be any different. Business is not going to be any different. If you go to my channel right now, it's not where I need it to be. But nowhere close. I started that channel 2016. It still has less than 4,000 subscribers. But I know where I extract my data from. I know what works for me. There's certain ways I can't compare my numbers to other people. It depends on what we're talking about. But I will still like it to be a 100,000 or at a million plus people like Neil Patel, right? But we're in the process. What I have that a person with that quits at 50 subscribers don't have is data. I can look at what we, I have like 1,300 videos up there. I can look at those videos, see which one has done very well. This, one of the videos has 12,000 views. There's a reason. Oh, let me look at closer. If you look at my last three videos, you might notice that I'm mimicking what happened on the 12,000 videos. And I'm, I'm basically driving in, right? So, listen, failure is a part of the process, right? But I get it. Granted, everyone can't handle the patience that is required. That's why it's called the top 1%. That's why it's called the top 10, 5%. The process we will go through, some people can go through that. That's okay. That's why there's producers, that's why there's consumers. But if you want to be a producer, you need to understand that. You need to understand that you need to collect data, your own data. Because remember that X factor that I said? Some people will be attracted to Anatoly, right? And some people will say, I don't want to see his face. I'd rather listen to Ola, right? That's the X factor that we don't see. They're not going to tell you. You know what's going to tell you? Failure, data, right? But you know another thing? I don't have to compare my data to his. He has his own little empire. I have my empire. And we're building and I'm measuring myself against myself yesterday. Right? So what is failure exactly? Is it when I compare myself to other people or comparing myself to becoming a better person? Right? So I don't know. You know, I think uh, as an entrepreneur, uh, if you're going to use the language failure, please make sure you're always saying data. I'm collecting data. We're moving. We're doing some great things. Oh, did you see what happened yesterday? We had like a hundred views came over. And uh, I'm looking at that video. That video could have done better because the day before that had 500 views. What happened? What happened? It's not failure. It's opportunity to zone in on the data and see how you can pivot. And again, scale the winners and kill the losers. That's what some people call failure. Yeah, valuable, so valuable. I agree with that. I have the final question. Uh, let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills, anything, just from scratch. What will you do today about building a digital marketing empire? I have the uh, I have the rule of 100, okay? I created it for myself, okay? If I'm starting anything new, I'm rolling out 100 pieces of content based off of my understanding of the audience I'm trying to talk to, right? Now, 
based on my present understanding. So let's say I was starting from scratch. I don't know anything about market research. I don't know anything about doing market research tools or looking for keywords or anything like that. I have an idea of who I'm trying to talk to, right? I will talk to that person 100 pieces of time. And, and then obviously that 100 pieces of time, we're probably gonna have, if we use the 80, 20 Pareto's, uh, Pareto's principles, right? It's probably gonna be 80% uh, videos that are bad. 20% uh, of them or less will probably tell me something about what this audience is looking to hear more of. It's endless, literally. <laughs> that 20% is literally the next 100 videos, right? And then we'll continue to drill in like that. That's what I would do. I would not look at any data until I've done 100 pieces of content. It could be 100 pieces of ads. It, whatever 100 pieces of that thing that you can look at data, quote unquote failure, and say, hey, uh, what what did I learn from this 100 pieces, right? And I would do that. 100 pieces, or you can call it 90 days, a three-month process that you, you know, a quarter of a year to zone in, go in. That factors in consistency, right? That factors in you're showing up every day because you can't succeed if you're not showing up every day. I'm sorry, okay? Uh, that factors in that you're learning through the process by doing that literally factors in everything, right? It's impossible that you continue to do this activity every day for the next 90 to 100 days that you don't become uh, more of an expert than an average person that obviously will quit on the 50 day or the sixth day or they're looking for quick results. Obviously, when you're thinking 90 days minimum, you're now getting closer to long term. You have to think of this as a long game. If you think of this as a quick... Uh, I think you should stay focused on your job or whatever you already do for success and, and don't bother because like anything else in life, this will drain you sometimes. This will make you feel like it's not working sometimes. But that's the point. That's why it's highly rewarding, okay? Because it feels that way, you know? Love it, love it. Very inspirational. I love it. Yeah, and uh, I remember one uh, advice that, uh, you know, one tip advice that I got uh, you need to film a hundred bad videos. You need to write a hundred bad articles. You know, yes. just do something because, uh, like great sportsmen, they train every single day. day. We can see them on competition how they play, but we don't see how they work hard every single day. Great, yeah. great performers write plus thousand words a day without any excuses, without waiting any inspiration. They just do their because, yeah, because you can't be successful without training, without doing. But when you craft your skills, you can pay more attention to quality. But yeah. quantity is important. Quantity yes. Important to develop yeah. your quality. I agree with that, Ola. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a big pleasure to get on my show to learn from you. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. I mean, they can check me out at uh, myempirepro.com. I have published four books at this point. This is one of them, uh, Digital Marketing. Um, we're also uh, working on uh, relationship. This is one with my wife. Um, I think, uh, you know, I've, I've published two real estate books as well, you know. And uh, my angle to real estate is basically helping people find deals. It's marketing, basically, you know. So, but they can find all of that information at myempirepro.com.
and and then this also also links to my social media to follow me on that platform if they google my name as it's showing on the screen right now you know it's all over the place you know but uh, i really want to say thank you it's always a pleasure um thank you i appreciate you uh thank you for honoring me and bringing me on your platform it's uh it's my honor thank you so much yeah a big pleasure welcome back anytime to share more valuable insights guys you can find links to social media uh, profiles in the description below listen to us on apple google spotify uh thanks again all podcast not, uh, <laughs> yeah. i always forget it's podcast everywhere too that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I love it. I love all your valuable insights. Guys, you need to read all the books. You need to follow him because you can see a lot of value. Okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.